Hey everyone, Zach here. Just wanted to give you all a heads up that later on in this episode, our special guest has offered up a giveaway as part of this episode just for our listeners. So be sure to listen all the way through. Catch that. He's offering up a 250-page supplement shipped free right to your door. No strings attached. So uh, give this episode a listen. It was really fun to have this fella on, and uh, we know you're going to love it. Hello and welcome to the Bite-Sized Gaming Podcast, the podcast that's serving up a buffet of RPG topics to get you through your week. My name is Zach, and the hosts joining me this evening are Troy Sandlin, Catherine Lindquist, and then we have a very special guest with us tonight, Uh, the one, the only, the Alphineas Goo. Good evening, my friends. Yes, Alphineas Goo here. Pleasure. (laughs) Pleasure to be with you. We are in for a treat tonight, folks. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of great RPG topics lined up, a little, several announcements. We're going to give uh, Alphineas here plenty of time to uh, talk to you about his own products, projects, and everything that he's got going on. And then we've got a little topic to chat about. Uh, so, you guys know how these podcasts work. There's going to be two courses here in America. We eat our dessert first, and uh, so we're going to engorge ourselves on our on our on our sweet treats, and then we're going to dive right into an entree. So, you guys ready? Yeah. We are ready. Let's Let do. us go. All right. So, uh, you'll notice that John is not with us tonight. He is he is doing the family thing, uh, but. Troy and I both have a couple of announcements to walk mm-hmm. you through. Uh, Troy, you want to talk about uh, mythological figures? Yes, mythological figures and maleficent monsters. The name mm. alone, the title alone, makes you want to buy this one. Uh, this one comes from Morris from uh, Ian World. Ooh, uh, yeah, and it's on Kickstarter. Uh, as of this recording, there are seventeen days left, mm-hmm. and this this takes a stab at uh, creatures and and legends from our world, and mm. gives them a five e spin. So you're, we're, I'm talking things like uh, Lucifer or Hercules, uh, Hercules Robin Hood, mm. Santa Claus, <laughs> uh, even even some yeah Cleopatra, Mulan. Mulan nice. is in here. Uh, so. Just a very interesting uh, piece of material, I think. Even even like the the, the famed uh, weapons, like Mjolnir and, and whatnot. He he's taken a stab at. Um, yeah, they are they are funded. They are way funded. Um, so you don't have to worry about not getting this book. They they wanted a, a goal of uh, sixty three hundred dollars, and they're setting at one hundred and six thousand dollars. So yeah. yeah, it's it's going to be a, a a pretty interesting read. I think I'm definitely going to jump in on this one. There's a rise right now in people wanting to play in the historical world. Yes, there is. Um, so this is just one more product in that line. We have Greek uh, Greek Kickstarter that we talked about a couple months ago um, that did really well. Um, if you look at the comments on that one, if you look at the comments on this one, if you look at, oh, there was a, there was another Greek setting last year. Um, there's just all sorts of historical stuff popping up all over the place, and that's really cool. So, uh, anything else on your end, Troy? Is that what you're bringing no, to that's, us today? That, that's, that's my little piece of dessert today. Perfect. Well, I, that's great, because we're going to want plenty of time uh, with... Uh, Mr. Al here, but I've got a couple more to pitch to you. Um, The first one, we're going to do three Kickstarters today. We typically don't do that, but there's three great projects going on right now. Uh, One that I'll pitch is Not Even the Bones. Not Even the Bones. Um, It is a little um, third-party zine set for the world of Mothership. Uh, so if you are familiar with the Tuesday Night Games offering the sci-fi horror zine called Mothership and their crazy good work there, um, this fellow, and uh, he 
it seems to me, from what I can understand based off everything that he's saying, he's gotten permission from Tuesday Night Games to write his own adventure for the setting and publish it. Cool. Uh, so that's really cool. You don't see that very often outside of outside of uh, 5th edition. So I wanted to get a pro- shout out to that. Um, the art is really good. It's very reminiscent mm-hmm. of Motherload. Um, and you can pick up the uh, zine for 15 bucks. So really cool. Awesome. Last but not least, uh, Motherload dropped as of this Ooh. recording. It dropped today, so it'll be two <laughs> days old by the time everybody starts hearing about this. Uh, Motherload is uh, uh, a coordinated effort between Bite Size Gaming and the Drifters Atlas. Bite Size Gaming, it is of course the podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, I had a hand, a, a large hand, in writing this adventure with my good friend uh, Thomas. It is a level one to three uh, little campaign jaunt that introduces people to the world of Ostwin. It has a whole bunch of character options, player options. It has new monsters, new magic items, um, new maps, new uh, a ton of new art in there. Um, we are really excited about it. Um, it's already almost funded in day one, so that's exciting too. And yeah. uh, we've got 24 more days to go, so we'll see where we end. Yeah, it looks pretty sweet. I am, I am not privy to any of this information, uh, so I, I can't tell the the listeners that uh, how fantastic it is. But just looking at the Kickstarter itself, <laughs> it it looks good. Yeah, we got. I've a- I've played in um, a couple sessions of the of the playtest group. Uh, unfortunately, other life stuff meant I couldn't finish it up. But what I did get to play was. Uh, really fun and different and and interesting and specifically fleshed out and it's 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 cool heck yeah and props to the artists um i'm not gonna be able to remember their last names off the top of my head but it's daniel and andrew that did such fantastic work on this and then of course our good buddy john with the maps so um we mm-hmm. can talk we can say nice things about him because he's not here um, yeah, but don't but don't tell him we said nice things. <laughs> no, uh, no, he did amazing maps. Um, we're really excited about those, and um, and we can't wait to give him more stuff to do. So, all right, um, that's a good segue. Uh, so we got to talk about some of the things that we're creating, um, but we've got a creator joining us right here on the show tonight. Uh, Alphineas, you've been silent too long. Uh, well, uh, it's, it's a hard thing for me to do, but I think you had me muted, so I couldn't have said anything anyway, right? You had the little, uh, you pushed the little button down uh-huh, so that, uh, oh. keep that fat guy from talking. Uh, no, what, no, uh, never, never. You, never. Yeah, as you mentioned right. Santa Claus, I was thinking about, uh, you know, that I am quite uh, quite close there myself, yes? Um, uh, he is one of my heroes, so. Uh, and I, by the way, I took a look at your little Kickstarter today. Uh, I actually uh, peeked at it. And, oh, thank uh, you. And it looks pretty good. Thank uh, you. What is this uh, This little goblin that was there that I was looking at uh, with the glasses, I think, was on there? Let's see. Um, we've got a, we've got a, oh, yeah, a, yeah. a fancy boy, a little, a little gnome there that we call the Gorgon. Oh, um, uh, yeah. You probably see marvelous. him. Um, you see our elder Periton, if you see a, a mo- new monster that's hopping <gasps> into our world. Um, that big blue bird. So, yeah. It's a lot of yeah, fun. I took a peek at it. I thought it was quite interesting. So that's marvelous. I hope I'm glad to hear it's almost funded. That uh, that is excellent. That Thank is you. Most excellent. Well, Mister uh, Mister Al, I don't know if you remember. I'm going to assume you don't, and because you're a busy guy and you you meet lots of people all the time. But um, at PAX South this year, right before uh, the world caught on fire, um, <laughs> you attended and had a booth uh, promoting Gooey Cube. Is that right? I did. Did we not do some chatting there, my friend? We did. We did. Yes, I, was I remember. The... Okay, there you go. Yeah. I was the uh, first man to the booth and just really blown away and stunned by everything that that your company had to offer. Um, picked up a box, took it home with me, ended up taking it to a couple of cons and showing it to some of our convention DMs and they were blown away. Um, and then Troy, uh, has maintained contact with you and he said, we've got to get this guy on. He's got to talk to us some about everything that he's doing here. So thank you so much for hopping on. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. And I appreciate you all very much. And, uh, as Catherine and I were discussing beforehand, we won't, 
we won't speak too deeply of yours and uh, and Troy's uh, poor reputations <laughs> on this uh, feed. People but, have already uh, heard too much I'm about I'm sure that, that your audience <laughs> already knows about these things, so mm. we'll just kind of keep them between Fair us, enough. yes? Yes, yes, that's, that's for the best. No, uh, that's Catherine, you are comfortable with this decision? I guess so. <laughs> thank, <laughs> no, thank, it's marvelous. Thank. I am, I am, uh, I am honored to be here with you all, and um, and thank you for for your kind words about Gooey Cube. Yes. Uh, we uh, first of all, you must understand that I'm kind of old, right? So, in fact, I'm very old. Uh, Say it ain't I'm so. Like, oh, I, I need a portion of longevity. That's how damn old I am. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I, uh, to give you uh, some level of understanding, the white box. Yes, I know the white box. Yes, mm. I've opened the white box. Yes, I have read the white box, and I did not do it recently. That was a long time ago. Yes, so. <laughs> So uh, I've been game mastering for probably, I don't know, 40 years. Uh, I've run many, many, many games. I've been at many conventions. I've watched many videos and marvelous, read marvelous blogs and all this stuff about game mastering. And, and, um, and I don't know, I'll tell you what happened. So what happened was, is that um, I, we have a little advertising agency in Colorado. That's our business, right? And okay. uh, without our business, we wouldn't have GUI Cube. So... So our little business, um, I was uh, I was sitting with some of our, our younger creative people, right? And 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 I was talking to them, and they were talking about computer games and blah blah blah. And I said, "Have you all any? Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons?" Right. So this is what I said to them. Yes. <laughs> and they all looked at me and they said, "No, no, we haven't, but we really would like to." And the reason why I got on the topic is because. You know, being old school like I am, right? There is a there is a part of me that believes that these role playing games, these TTRPGs, have this marvelous thing that they do with our brains, right? Yes. Because unlike computer games, where it's sort of all done for you, right? It's all done mm -hmm. for you. In these TTRPGs, we have to project these things in our own brains, right? In our own in our own beings. Mm. And so I'm talking to these young creative people, right, that that I want to help, you know, bring them along and have them, you know, you know, think outside the box, if you will, all that kind of stuff. Right. And I don't like the fact that they're sort of sort of focused on computer games and have never played TTRPGs. So anyway, so they come to the house. We all sit around. We have a we have a beer. We have some pizza. You mean to do all the stuff that we do. Right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, and at the end of the night, uh, they're all hooked. Right. And so we play again and we play again, and we play again. And suddenly, you know, after, after some, you know, months of playing all these crazy creative people, you know, there's like six of them, right? They all say, uh, we got to, we got to publish our own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you all are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so that truly, that truly was the genesis of, uh, of GUI Cube. And that's how it began. And we targeted uh, Gen Con of last year to be our launch. Mm -hmm. And of course, Zach, we met at Pack South, but Gen Con, we actually got onto Entrepreneur's Row and uh -huh. had a very favorable reaction from a lot of people. And, and then, of course, the world blew up and that kind of changed our entire strategy for the year. So we were going to go yeah. to a lot of conventions. We haven't been to one, obviously. And, right. Right. Uh, so, uh, but uh, but we are still producing things and moving forward, and we're very excited about uh, about what we're doing. Can now, can you talk a little bit about? Um, so, so what I'm holding here on my desk at the moment is a big box. It's kind of the same size as like the starter kits. Um, yes, but, but it like, weighs about, yeah, about uh, say, four pounds. Yeah, I was going to say it yeah. weighs a lot more. It feels <laughs> like you're holding like two or three bricks in your hand. You could. <laughs> You could mug somebody with that thing. Yes, that's it. It, it is both. It is both club and supplement. Well, um, this was the strategy, right? We wanted you to be able to at least kill a monster with it if it wasn't fun to play, right? So. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Nice. Yeah, it's really fascinating. Just so I'll kind of give our listeners a bit of an insight into what all is in this box. Now, this is called the Darkest Dream. I've had this box since uh, January, since Pack South, um, but it's got. A whole stack of character portraits, uh, a stack of cards for GUI rewards, a stack of um, magic item cards, a whole sheet of pre-generated characters, and then an adventure handouts, a campaign setting. Am I missing anything? A reference book? Like, wow, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and 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 this, 
am I'm correct in saying that what your goal is to bring more immersion to the table, correct? Yes. So, so Troy, that, that is spot on. And Zach, I, I think you covered everything that's in there. You know, we've got somewhere around 50, 60, you know, artworks that actually go yes. along with the, with the campaign, right? And hand, the, those handouts actually show different places, show different localities, uh, clues that people find, all that stuff. So, so, uh, so what happened was that, um, as we started thinking about we're going to publish our own thing, you know, I, I started thinking about what it, what it was to be a game master, right? Because I think I got a little bit of experience doing it. And I think I'm pretty good at it. I, I'm going to speak the truth. I think I'm pretty good, you know? Sure. Um, so uh, anyway, I sat around and thought about what does it mean to be a game master and what do I have to do? And I thought about all the preparation that I do and what, how do I go through what, you know, downloading things off the internet or drawing up, making props and all this stuff. And it started, it started to come to me that if I could work with my little group and we could come up with something together that took away a majority of the the preparation time required for the game master in terms of the preparation of of prop making and gathering materials and all of that stuff which is really not preparation right it is more machination right as you're getting right. ready right mm -hmm. if we could take away that that amount of work we could give the game master more time Mm -hmm. to be able to prepare for the adventure and actually, you know, know the adventure and be able to, to run the adventure in their minds, right? Yes. But yeah. also, uh, we would save them time in their real life because that is also part of this problem is being able to, to, to run these games, do a great job of running them while also uh, living in the real world where we have jobs and families and, and all kinds of responsibilities and things we have to do. So, mm -hmm. so that's kind of the genesis of it. And that's why in that package... You have a, a, a an adventure book and the game master book, so they in a spiral bound, so they can lie side by side. So there's not all this opening and flipping and flopping that happens with these perfect bound books, and the backs break and pages fall out. And you've mm -hmm. got magic item cards, so you don't have to write them on a sticky note or read them off to them or whatever. You just flick them the card. And in fact, in my <laughs> games, by the way, my friends, as you know, Zach, because I think I explained this to you. Yes. If you ain't got the card. You ain't got the item. Ah. Seems as Catherine, you like yes. that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems that you might have left it in the loo three inns back. Yes, something like that, right? Where it's now being used by some enterprising innkeeper to tenderize meat. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> Wonderful. So, you know, and handouts, right? Because, because a picture really is worth a thousand words. So we have, you know, probably... 50, 60 handouts in that uh, that one box of Darkest Stream, which, as you can see, is beautiful artworks. They're all full color. It is. Um, and then I am big uh, and always have been on character development, not just for the players, but for the characters that surround them. And yes. I always tried to go, you know, places and get portraits of individuals to try to to try to uh, embody the non-player characters that the characters were experiencing, that they were meeting. Mm. And I cool. thought, wouldn't it be wonderful to to provide that as well and so that was the genesis and that's that's what uh that's why the paradigm of, of a gooey cube adventure is a little different yeah than you think about when you hear let's go buy an adventure so yes that's it's hard to do it on a on a podcast to show folks but oh uh, no no well like the the best thing that i can give and it's a poor example but but wizards has their beetle and grimm's um uh massive 500 dollar kit for each of their campaigns that comes out now that has a lot of different handouts and things. Um, that's a, that's a semi comparison, um, but they're approaching it from a different angle. Um, but this is 100% like um, you guys have like a, a really cool Facebook group that has a mm -hmm. lot of members as part of it. And you can get on there and I'm a part of it. Troy's a part of it. Um, and we see every week people talking about how handy and how easy it is to run a campaign when all of the resources are right here with you already. So, well, the, you know, the truth is my friends, you know, we are all busy. Yes. We, we, you know, we have a lot of, of, of things going on in our lives. And um, I know that for me, and I think for most of us who are game masters, and I think that you all would, uh, would probably agree with this, that, that for most of us, there is really only one motivation, right? There is only one thing that really makes us as game masters really get excited, right? And that's sort of this thing at the end of the night, right? 
when all of our friends leave and as they're walking out the door, they're saying things like, man, dude, that was a great game. And when can we play yeah. again? And yeah. right, these kinds of things, right? Yes, that's a good yes. Yeah. Yes, like yes, Referencing yes. moments and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. The bringing, Catherine, bringing that, that, you know, do you remember what happened like three weeks ago? Wasn't that amazing? Yes. You know, that kind of thing. Yes. Yep. 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 And so, so what I believe, and I, and I might be a little heretical in saying this in the world of, of, of game mastering today, but I, I've watched a lot of, of pure improvisers. I've watched a lot of them, and there are a few that are amazingly talented, right? They can sit down, they can keep track of, of multiple plot threads, they can bring multiple characters into it, right? All of this stuff. But man, is that a that is a tall challenge to do that when you're trying to improvise, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and on the other side, of course, we, we try to give our we want players to have agency, right? We want them to have room to move and be able to make their own decisions and and not feel like they're constrained and we're forcing them to go to like this place or another place, right? Um, and really, I believe that the solution lies more in the middle ground. Uh, because if you look at the darkest dream, you know, uh, Zach, Troy, both of you know this because you've seen the box. Yes. And I, Catherine, I don't yes. know if you've seen it. Have you, have you seen the box? Not yet, but I did just join the Facebook group. So I probably will. Yes, <laughs> <always welcome. laughs> so, so I'll, I'll, I will come back to, I will come back to this in just a moment. Can I, can I step for a commercial for a second about GUI Cube? Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. it's really not a commercial about product. It's a commercial about something else that we're doing that I'm very excited about, and I want to make sure, Catherine, that you join this. Okay, I think Zach and Troy Ooh. both know about it. Mm-hmm. So we are making something that I think is incredibly special because Zayathe is not my world, nor is it our little group's world. Zayathe is what I truly believe is a collaborative world. And what I mean by that is we have begun, and we started a few months back, to offer the opportunity for our friends and our fans to be able to submit monsters, shops, non-player characters, spells, and actually bring their creativity to the weirded world where we will publish their materials in our materials so they actually become canon. That is so cool. And my friend, we now have somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 plus people who have already joined the Contributors Guild. Our first supplement that is coming out, which is our West Verdestia supplement, which is almost 300 pages that talks all about the Westward. It is marvelous. Has some 60, 60 contributors materials therein. We give rewards to those contributors that are valuable. They're not, uh, they're not uh, 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 insignificant. They are, they are good value. Um, and we don't ask a whole lot of our contributors, so they don't have to write pages and pages and pages of stuff. Mm-hmm. So if the vision continues forward, which I think it will, we will literally have hundreds of people contributing to our materials and supplements in the years to come. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. fantastic. And I... Because here's the thing that I look at you, you are, you are marvelous, right? You are creators, you are creative people. And for most of us who game master, we only get to do, have people see these creations that we make. We only have a chance for the people at our little tables, right? Or on our digital platforms or whatever we're doing to Mm -hmm. see these creations that we've made. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that there are so many marvelous creative people out there who deserve just a chance to be able to bring some of their stuff. And our process is okay. It's kind of a pain in the butt. I'll speak the truth. Not everyone writes in the same (laughs) style. And some people aren't great writers, but they're great creators, right? And we have to help that Mm -hmm. along. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I, when you, when you see this West Verdestia supplement and you see the, the, some of the sections that we actually gave an opportunity to some people who have never written before, but I saw their writing ability, right? We had, been doing things in the den, which Zach, Troy, you both know, right? I, right. Hey, write yes. this. Tell me about this, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the reason I was doing that is I wanted to see how people wrote. I wanted to see mm-hmm. their skill, right? Mm-hmm. And and to give those people even an, an extra opportunity to maybe be able to to put more of a section into the, the materials, right? To give them an opportunity to be published. Nice. So I'm very excited about this. It is It is a big deal for me personally because 
I want uh, Zayafe, uh, the, the weirded world, to be a collaborative world at a very extensive level and eventually give people the opportunity to publish their own materials and sell those materials um, through our website to others who are enthusiastic about the world. So yeah. it's kind of a community thing. Does that make sense? 100%. Very much so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So, it's a really so, cool. So, process, Catherine, right? you have to join the the guild. Yeah. You join the the Gui Den now, but you have to join the guild, right? Okay. Okay. I'll I think, I think she's on it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it is in the. If you look in the announcements section of the Game Masters Gui Den of Enlightenment, look in the announcement section. It's very easy to join. Hmm. Awesome. And we do Discord meetups, and we have these. I mean, there are so many marvelous people. You have no idea. You know, it's just it's so amazing to work with with people who are attracted to us because they are creators, right? Mm -hmm. That is why they are attracted. Mm -hmm. And it is, it is mm -hmm. incredible. It's just wonderful. Now, Al, you have, you've, you've got a lot on your plate already. And I know you said that the con thing, obviously it shut down for everyone, but still you're keeping very busy. Um, but am I correct in understanding that you started all of this just last year or, or kind of launched everything last year? Last, yes. A year ago at Gen Con wow. was our launch. Wow. Yes. And, and we, how? and we, before that, we began some, some six months earlier. Now, now we had a nice basis, obviously, because there's a lot of stuff that I had from, from, uh, from my worlds that sure. I'd worked on in myself. Right. And then, mm -hmm. um, I have a wonderful, uh, number of writing partners. AJ has helped and, and, um, and, and Cody and Mike and, um, and L and, uh, and of course, everybody knows camera Mandy. You'll, you'll meet her soon. Uh, Mm, Catherine, mm -hmm. uh, but this marvelous group of people who have ideas and thoughts and processes that have kind of helped shape this this uh, this world of Zayafe, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I did want to get back to that that discussion of immersiveness. If you wanted to to to, to continue oh, yes. that for just a moment, yeah, go for it. So, as we said, one of the things that we love, right, when we're leaving, when people are leaving, right, is that was a great game, right? Mm-hmm. But mm -hmm. in watching, and, and there are some marvelous videos on the internet by very, very good uh, game masters who give marvelous tips and marvelous information about, about how to, to run a, a better game for folks, right? And everyone sort of has this, this ideal because they watch Critical Role and they think that this is the sort of the pinnacle of, of gaming, right? Mm. Uh, but it's very, it's very hard to achieve that pinnacle. And, and honestly, you get a better idea of, of the critical roles, real games. If you look, if you look past in their old videos versus their new ones, which are more productions, right? And they are marvelous. Don't yes. take me the wrong way. I, I don't want to in any way say they are fantastic. I, I love what they do. But for us in our home games, there are the realities of we only have a certain amount of time to prepare. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. We only have, um, you know, we have the. It's not like we have people sitting around our table who are all voice actors and they're all incredibly engaged. You know, it's a different thing, right? Mm -hmm. yes, Trained in improvisation, all that. Yes, music. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible, really. You know, you watch it and you just go, oh, my gosh, that's so good, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but uh, But what I have come to believe is that most of us as game masters – First of all, we are most of us entertainers. That's in a, it's in our being, right? It's a little bit of our mm -hmm. being to, to want to sort of stand up there in front and sort of uh, and run this thing, right? And it's entertainment. <laughs> Present things. Yes. It's exactly right. To, to put it forth, right? To, to kind of put it out there. So, so as we are entertaining, right? As we are trying to entertain, we also need to enthrall, right? So that these things need to come together. And in my opinion, my most humble of opinions, the most enthralling thing that you can do is to create a deep, intense, multifaceted tale around the player characters. <laughs> because the tale is what they want to know about. It yep. is what is happening next that they want to see. And if you think about every good book you have ever read, every interesting show or movie that you have ever watched, right? Even those computer games that you play, everything is about what is next, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And so as we build these tales around our player characters, that is what we want to do for them. And so when you read the Gooey Cube adventure, you're going to see a lot of things that you might not see in other adventures. Things like dreams and visions that, that certain player characters might have. Strategies for what you're going to do with different player characters' backstories that actually feed into the tale. Different non-player characters that might have different meanings to different player characters, right? So there's, so you have as a game master more of a decision tree that is kind of laid in front of you that gives you room to be able to do your game mastering thing, but also gives the players rooms to move while you also don't have to just go all over the place trying to figure out what the heck am I going to do next? Mm. <laughs> and yep, that, yep, yep. when you bring that, people start wanting to come to the next session. They don't build mm -hmm. dice towers anymore. They aren't on their phones. They aren't sort of calling you and saying, you know, my stomach hurts tonight. I don't think I can come, right? <laughs> so, so that is what I truly hope that we are going to do for game masters is to help them, give them not just a, not just a, a, a box of materials that saves them time, but also helps them up their games, even if they've been game mastering for many years or even if they are new. And that's the goal. Awesome. I love it. It's wonderful. Immersive. I had a feeling I had a feeling Catherine was gonna gonna really enjoy this. <laughs> well, Catherine, we're going to do you're going to so right now, listen, right now we have this marvelous city that is called Darkenhaven, right? And Darkenhaven has been since the woe of ruin, right? Sort of this this stalwart place and it's been owned by different you know, different factions and groups and stuff. But Darkenhaven is fascinating because it is on top of these sea cliffs, yes? These massive yeah. sea cliffs. And, mm -hmm. and, un, and, and the, the castle and the seat of government sits on an island in the middle of the great Mistroon River. And the Mistroon mm -hmm. River forks at the island to two sides and drops waterfalls down some 350, 400 feet to the ocean below. Oh, and in cool. between the waterfalls is a great maw of a cave, large enough that two <laughs> ships, two men of wars to be particular, can travel side by side through the channel. For deep beneath Darkenhaven, through the channel, which is called the maw, is the gloom port. And that is where all the docks and ports of the city reside, yes. And there are connections to the Underdelve and all manner of nefarious activities and strange things that happen down there, yes. And then Topside is where the main city is with a, a population of somewhere in the neighborhood of 100,000 people. And right now, Catherine, my friend, we are creating little shops and non-player characters in our Contributors Guild for Darkenhaven. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have got you have got oh her ear, both ears, I believe, at this point. So yes. we shall party, oh my, my dear. We shall have some fun. Yes. <laughs> her, awesome. her internal yes. squee meter is like off the chart. <laughs> but we are yes. creators. She is a creator. We are creators. She is. Yes. <laughs> we, and we that are. is what we this can do awesome. together. I, there is no way the world that I create by myself will be as great as the world we create together. There's no For way. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good Multiple imaginations right are always better than one. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. We just need a foundation, right? We got to live within the foundation so everything doesn't go crazy. Mm. But, but, mm -hmm. but there's mm -hmm. so much room, right? There's so much room. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely going to get on that um, <laughs> that Facebook group and work on – yeah, that's going to be cool. Well, I'm excited. We'll, we'll do some <laughs> private messaging. We'll talk a little bit and stuff. And Zach, you were talking, I think, or Troy, I can't remember which, about conventions and stuff and sort of this year mm -hmm. and, and kind of conventions and what was going on. And I kind of stopped that because I felt no, no, like no. I'd left your last question alone. No, 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 no. You, that was a perfect, that was a perfect reroute. Um, I was just going to ask real quick. I mean, you, you said, you said you started last year, you did some conventions, but now, um, Am I right in thinking that you had two of these different campaign, boxed campaigns last year, but now you've got three? Is that right? We have three, and the fourth one is in process. It should it should publish here in the next six or so weeks. I'm hoping we can get it done in six weeks. We also have, of course, the, the, the first chapter of the Cyclopedia Zyathica, which is a sort of our overview yeah. tome. Mm 
mm-hmm. which talks about the weirded world and the, the many interesting races that are there and the peoples that are there. But in truth, it does not talk about all of the races and the peoples yes. because that is coming later. There are a number mm. of very interesting and intriguing personages that will, that will appear as we, as we make this world together, as we move it forward. So we have a number of things on the docket. Obviously, chapter four of the campaign is next and then chapter five. Mm -hmm. But we are also working on this grand city of Darkenhaven. By the way, the topside thing that I was talking about above the Gloomport, Catherine, that we were talking of, yes? It Uh is uh, six poster maps in size. Oh, my gosh. And and, massive. um, Oh, Catherine, my, my friend, uh, I think, Troy, you have seen it. Yes, Zach, have you seen I, I the have. postings that I have made yes, of, the, yes. of the map? It's so big. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's monstrous. It's it it beautiful. And it is beautiful. Yes, this is what, I mean, the artwork is, is incredible, what we are trying to do with these maps, seems to make them so special for our players, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I can't so imagine. We, I'm sorry, go ahead, please. No, I was just, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about, like, um, I'm sitting here thinking about, but between these massive maps and these these massive cities and these massive campaigns, um, if you if you wanted the whole GUI cube experience, and I know I'm sounding like an advertisement here, and I apologize, but I'm just just advertise away, so yeah. we need to sell. We haven't been <laughs> yeah. able to go to conventions over yeah. here. It's been terrible. No, <laughs> but if you if you ordered everything, it would have to come on a pallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the the three adventures together are about fifteen pounds. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> and even for people, even for people who did who don't want to sort of want to run their own thing, right? They could carve our stuff up. Yep. They could take the sinister mm-hmm. chambers and the ruins of Estranach. They could take all these the into the woods and and all these little adventures that that uh, that happen in the midst of this whole thing. They could even take Carnival and make them their own if they wanted to, and still save themselves so many hours of time and effort. You know, um, but I would recommend that you run the campaign. Uh, can we talk for a minute about session zero? Because I think yeah. this is an important oh, topic. Oh yeah, Ooh, oh, yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah. You, you hit right That's on the head. Awesome. I had the my last thing. I mean. Uh, the last thing that I had on my list to talk about was um, I think you have uh, uh, an opinion on pre-gen characters. And so that was <laughs> – I think that might tie in with session zero a bit. Zach, you are cheating, right? No, you no, no. Had, you have had the pitch, right? <laughs> well, I mean I don't know if I've had that pitch or not, but I see that I've got a whole stack of pre sitting in this box that's half an inch thick. So <laughs> – so yes, in, in every one of our GUI Cube campaigns, in the first adventure, you're always going to get a, a very significant stack of, of uh, pre-generated characters. Now, that does not mean that we say you must run pre-generated characters. We are, not, we are not that way, right? If people want to run their own, they can. But I have a particular belief set about Session Zero. So if you look that, you know, if you start reading forums and you start looking at videos and you start seeing where people are interested and not interested in what various game masters and pundits have to say about running games, there are some very common threads that kind of run through these things, right? One of them in particular is how do I stop my players from just going crazy and destroying everything that I have planned, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. And... I will tell you that for many of us, is this is not the only solve. There are a number of different solves. And I promise you, I tell you that, that I almost never have that problem at my table. I almost never have that issue. Mm-hmm. And I have played with many different people. I have played with many different folks. And I tell you that the reason why they, these, these games tend to, to get, dis- they, dis- they degenerate a little bit into sort of murder hoboism and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is simply because we haven't made the tale as enthralling as it needs to be to keep their attention. That, and of course, we allow people to drink too much around our tables, and that's another thing. That's fair. Is, but, but that's a different thing, <laughs> yes? <laughs> is that your fifth yeah. beer, sir, in the last 15 minutes? <laughs> in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're talking about session zero, right? So, so we put all these characters in there, But they are all, and it is recommended that if someone is going to create their own character, they are all part of this troop. 
this troop of Hanatas, these traveling folk who are marvelous. They are, I did much research on travelers and did a whole lot of stuff as, as they began this journey around them and, and wanting to create the blood touch and all of this stuff. But in your session zero, if you can establish amongst all of your player characters a, a semblance of commonality of goal and purpose, you will remove much of the sort of, I want to go this way, they want to go that way, she wants to go this way, he wants to go that way. You mm -hmm. stop all of that by creating this sort of commonality of goal and purpose. Mm -hmm. And if you can even add commonality of flaw into that, which these are all... Uh, these are all uh, techniques of, of writing, right? This is what I'm speaking of, right? Sure. If you can add commonality of flaw, now what you have done is you have sort of joined your characters now on a mission, right? And even though their missions individually might have different threads, they still all sort of go in the same direction. And so now you don't have to, as a game master, think, I got to plan for everything because they're going to do everything. And that's not possible mm -hmm. for any of us. <laughs> so just Very remember true. that commonality of goal, commonality of purpose, and commonality of flaw in your session zero will really help keep your players sort of going in, in, in sort of that, you know, again, not, it's not, it's not directional. They won't go perfectly the way you want them to, but they'll, they'll sort of stay in, in, at least heading in the, in the, in the, toward the east rather than going west or something like that. Yes. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. or, or east, west, north, and south all at the same time, yes. <laughs> well, just following the sign of chaos, right? Isn't there like eight different things yeah, shooting yeah, off yeah, from that thing? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, but I, but I, I do believe that if you, if you do a good job with Session Zero and then tell a tale that is really enthralling, uh, that really does make for a marvelous experience for players. Mm. Mm. I would totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. Totally agree with that. So I have one more thing yes. that, uh, that I would love to share with you that that uh, that is uh, that is near and dear to my heart. If we have time, go for of it. We have we a do. few minutes, absolutely. So another thing that I have had experience with, because along with being you know very enthusiastic about these games for forty years, you tend to be many of us become collectors, right? We we collect miniatures, we collect mm. dice, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we collect books. Right, and I have read many of them. Um, the marvelous stuff from Ed Greenwood, all of the Dragonland stuff, and Tracy and Laura Hickman, of course, the creation of Wizard Warden, right? Is John Pathfinder, is John right? All, I, all this crap, right? All over my did, house. Which my, which did John Goo pay you to say that? Says, I'm crazy. Sorry, go ahead, Zach. I apologize. <laughs> no, go for it, John. Did, Troy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Troy. Sorry about that. I, but, but did John but, pay you to say that about Dragonlands? <laughs> oh no, he did not. But I am pleased to do so because I thought Dragonlance was marvelous. You know, um, in fact, if if you look in our materials, there are actually little dedications in certain areas of the adventure oh my uh, to some oh. of the giants in the in the history of the games. And John needs to know this. That's very cool. I, 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 I awesome. I'm pleased to put them there, and they're going to continue to be in our materials for for time immemorial. There's so many artists and writers and creators that that deserve a little love and. And, um, you know, sadly, some of them are passing away, you know, mm -hmm. and we are losing yes. them, you know. And um, I just I want to tip my hat to people who who gave me something, a gift that is just this gift of this imagination and game and this thing, you know, that is that we love. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. It was just so incredible. And, um, and the world is better for it, which is which is marvelous. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, much. what I wanted to say. I'm sorry. Go ahead, my dear. No, you're good. I am Gabby, so you need to step on me if I start talking. <laughs> We're just we, listening. We would, yeah, we we would not want to get into the way in, in the way of the of the arch wizard's uh, thought process. Well, thank you. You are marvelous. You are very dear and considerate of me, and I thank you. Um, so, in 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 one thing that has always bothered me about many many books that I have purchased that were designed as adventures for me to take to my players was that oftentimes they felt a little bit, they read a little bit like instruction manuals to me. Mm -hmm. In five paragraphs, right at the beginning, I got the entire story, such as it were, you can tell a tale in five paragraphs that, you know, is going to take some players from level one to level 20 or whatever it happens to be, right? Mm -hmm. And and I, as I would read through them, I would find that I was... 
I was not always, you know, keeping my eyes open. Yes. And, mm. and I'm not trying to disparage people, but you know, when you have, when you have editors and, and uh, page counts mm -hmm. and all of these kinds of things that corporations tend to sort of put restraint on creative people, sometimes this is what happens. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So what we tried to do, and I don't, you know, I mean, you have, you have to go on your own experience, Zach and Troy, because I think you have read some of the stuff. What we have tried to do is at least in the adventure book, we have tried to, to write the adventure in such a way that is actually entertaining to the game master to the degree that we don't even tell the whole tale to the game master at the beginning. So when we hit a cliffhanger at the end of the tale, at the end of chapter one, truly the game master hits the cliffhanger a little bit as well. And I think that makes it better for, for, the game master to also be entertained while he or oh, yeah. she is preparing them the game. Yes. Yeah. For sure. That's a tricky. That's a tricky uh, route to travel to to allow the game master to weave a story without knowing the ending. Yes, but is that not kind of true of of what happens in most of these games? You don't always oh, yeah. really know the end. Yes. Fair enough. Very true. Fair enough. Yeah. Very yeah. true. <laughs> And so, you know, my thought process was, what if we tried this, you know, and, and, uh, we are, we just continue to, to have just wonderful positive feedback. I, I will tell you that in all the materials that we've sold and we sold a lot of them, um, we've had only one person in the entirety of our, of our history ask for a refund on the materials. Uh, that person actually bought the materials at a convention for their game master, but their game master said, you know, I only want to do homebrew. I really don't want to do anything that was pre-published. It's all my stuff. And that's a very okay. reasonable position, right? Mm -hmm. um, so uh, the young man who purchased that wrote to us and said, I'm really sorry. I really love your stuff, blah, blah, blah. So we gave him back his money and told him, keep the stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's the only time we've had a refund request. And um, and uh, Troy, Zach, you you have seen you know how many people post the things that they post in our Facebook group and, yes. and the things that they are saying about our stuff. So... Yeah. Um, I feel, I feel like we are accomplishing something. Yes. 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 yes absolutely. I think so definitely. Yep. yep. You got a, you got a company in one year, you have a company that, that has a ravenous community. Um, <laughs> so that's quite a feat. So, well, they are beautiful. I, I am so the, the gooey den people and their funness and their, you know, their willingness to, to create things with us and, and to dance with us on this stuff. It is, it is. It is it's so mind-boggling and, and humbling, and it's just incredible to me. It's just incredible. I love it. Well, um, Alphineas, it was a, really a delight to have you on. I really appreciate you taking time out of your very busy schedule to to hop into our little podcast and chat for a while. Well, I thank you, all three of you. You are marvelous, and thank you for putting up with me being so Gabby. I know that I am a Gabby dude, as, as Ms. Goose says all the time. But uh, you all are marvelous. And, and I want to, as I told you, I think when we first started talking, uh, Zach, I would like to uh, have you be able to give away something to your, to your audience. Oh, so, that's so awesome. Oh, cool. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll give away um, – the uh, chapter one of the Cyclopedia Zyathica, which is our introductory world guide, which is a 250-page book with a marvelous poster map. And I think it's like $50 retail. So it's a nice little thing. And mm. you figure out how to give it away and we'll make sure they get it. Absolutely. So what we'll do Fantastic. is um, when this episode goes live, there will be a post on our Facebook page about it. Um, go to our Facebook page, find the post that has the big gooey, green gooey cube tied to it, and just give us a comment, talk to us about the episode, talk to us about what you thought, let us know that you went and, uh, checked out gooey cube yourself, and we'll put your name in a hat and we'll, we'll pick one of those comments to, to get this product. Marvelous. So yes, and excellent. and make sure you notice note uh, I'm a marketing guy you know yes. that right because yes. I told you that right? make sure you tell them that ahead of time at the beginning of the of the the, the, the stream so that they will uh, stick stick with it as it were you know yes uh, <laughs> speaking of which though so so we need a we need a place to point these people where can they find you on the internet 
Well, first of all, the, the, the website is gooeycube.com. Yes, that's like a jello shot. Yes, gooeycube.com. <laughs> and but the thing, if you if you really want to be sort of a part of it and have some fun and see see a lot of artwork and, and a lot of fun people who are putting up all kinds of cool stuff and, and kind of get involved with the contributors guild and all that stuff. Go to our Facebook page. Yes, I know Facebook is for old people, but even young people have been joining. I've had people join, make fake accounts just to join the GUI den. So this is uh, this is a positive thing. Yes, so it is our Facebook page, um, and it is the Game Masters GUI Den of Enlightenment. But you have to go to GUI Cube, the Facebook page first. Mm -hmm. And Catherine, you did that, yes. So you, it was it was yeah. not that hard, yes. Mm -mm. No, not at all. So go to the GUI Cube Facebook page and scroll down till you see groups. And there's only one group. It's called the Game Masters or the GUI Game Masters Den of Enlightenment. Click to join that group and come be a part of this uh, this crazy GUI group of people that is that is creating a world together. And and it is it is much fun. Wonderful, Troy. Anything else that we're forgetting? You know, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I am just. Uh... I'm looking forward to seeing what else comes out of the from the goo the goo crew, and uh, Alphinius, if you would, maybe when the next chapter drops, would you come back and and talk to us a little bit more? I'll come talk whenever you want. I just don't want to bore the snot out of your audience. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's a possibility. No, I think I think we were all serenaded for the past forty five minutes. Uh, um. So no, thank you so much, um, Alphinius. We will we will welcome you back whenever you would like to stop by. Um, we'd love to have you. Um, definitely. Well, why go don't the three of you get together with a couple of other friends and make a little neighborhood in Darkenhaven? Ooh, yeah, that sounds so fun. We, uh, we just because might have you know to do that, that was one of the strategies yeah. for Darkenhaven is that people can actually make a little street right mm. with three or four shops mm -hmm. that are interrelated, and you know this. I mean. And I'm even trying to figure out how I can actually have the artist draw the buildings sort of in the shape of the people's that they how they want them to be. I mean, this is you know mm. this is what we're really trying to do. That's cool. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we may just do that. Uh, we might just do that, Al. I think uh, I think we have just the crew to put something together, and you might see something so. in your inbox. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah. Yes, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to one more episode. Uh, I think this has been a really special one. Uh, definitely go check out Gooey Cube. Go check out the Motherload on Kickstarter. Go check out uh, our Facebook group, Bite Size Gaming. Um, and until next week, we'll see you next time. Have a good, have good games, everybody. <laughs>